1-800-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Throws, ends up, yes! Touchdown, they did it! Uh, hi, welcome on in. Eric France and Jason Walker. Sorry for the uh, tardy start there. Running around trying to figure out a few things. It's all Eric's fault. It's that, always Eric's fault. <laughs> that don't really relate to us. I mean, it's... I'm not trying to pass blame, but there's some issues with some <laughs> some of our partners down south that are causing trouble with uh, <laughs> some of our programming on another station. No, nothing ever happens calmly or easily here. Oh. Something always has to go wrong. So we got a couple of ball games happening right now. One of them you can listen to if you're in Box Shelter County. That's Bear River taking on Jerome in Preston in the Preston Indians Classic. Last I saw, Bear River was up like 25, 26 points. They were killing it. There uh, you go. Logan taking on Snow Canyon. Um, but they're having trouble with their audio down there. And so... We could see the game, but we couldn't hear the game. <laughs> so it's been a little bit of an issue with that one. And I'll try to get you a score update there uh, with what's going on with the Grizzlies at uh, Snow Canyon. It looks like it's halftime, and um, looks like it's a close one. Logan leading 40-36. to 36. Not halftime, sorry, in the fourth quarter. So we'll keep an eye on that, let you know what happens when that game goes final. Anyway, high school hoops going on. Some excitement. Um, and it's not the only high school sports we're going to be talking about today. Um, UHSAA made their announcements about final classifications and final region assignments. Several different changes based on their uh, original announcements. Um, so we'll give you some of their, their final uh, decisions there. But um, we're also going to be talking about some rugby. There we go. <laughs> Talking some real sports. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's one I don't know very much about. That's the only problem about it. That's but, okay. Yeah. We've got somebody in here who can help us uh, shed a little bit more light on what, what rugby's all about and, uh, and how other people can get involved too, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. So uh, you, first you got to explain like, the, the group that you're with and how people can get involved with, with rugby. What's going on? Hey, uh, thanks for the awesome opportunity to be on the radio and talking about the great sport of rugby. Um, I, I'm a football guy. Football is my passion, but I absolutely love rugby and what it brings. Uh, I'm with uh, Cash Valley Pirates Rugby, um, the rugby club. It's an open club, so I'm able to recruit and have anybody that's in a high school age, ninth grade to 12th grade. We're looking for boys and girls. Um, we don't have a girls team lined up yet, but I'd love to get a girls team rolling. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're a club that's been around for about 10 years up here. Uh, my boys have been in it. Um, you know, and by the way, I'm, I'm coach Doug Ruger. I'm the coach and president of the, um, Cash Valley Pirates Rugby Club. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm on here with this opportunity to talk up some rugby and try to get our recruiting up so that, uh. I could have uh, more than one team out there represent the uh, great uh, Cache Valley. Now can you tell me a little bit about rugby kind of up here in Cache Valley? Because the only rugby game I've ever been to up here was uh, the Utah State, their, their girls' club team. I don't even know if they have a boys' club team. 
But I, I watched uh, the girls' rugby team play a few years back. Well, actually, speaking of the girls, Utah State, uh, they went to nationals this year oh, really? um, under uh, Coach uh, Teresa Pitzinger, and they did really well. Um, they're a really solid club. Uh, there is a, a men's club at Utah State as well, um, and they, they do a really good job. Uh, they play up there. Um, they, they played anybody from Colorado. They played Utah and, and stuff like that. But there is a Utah State club. Uh, we try to filter into their uh, program as much as I can, uh, talking up rugby. Um, rugby is a great sport. Um, all you need is cleats and a mouthpiece and uh, a passion to go out and hit and run and have fun and uh, just enjoy the uh, brotherhood of the sport. Yeah, it seems like all of the uh, hard-hitting aspects of football combined with a lot of the positives of soccer. Play never really seems to stop and get a run around. Very easy to play in a lot of cases. I said ball, cleats, and a mouth guard. <laughs> Yes, yes. In, some, in high school, it's uh, required. Um, in the collegiate level, it's optional. But um, unless you want to run around looking like a hockey player, uh, you want to keep the pearly whites. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great sport. Uh, it's a spring sport. Uh, we'll start in January um, our full practices. Uh, right now, um, I do have a, a, like a recruiting, conditioning camp opportunity right now um tonight at 7 p.m at the logan rec center and then also again on the december 20th at the logan rec center at 7 p.m uh just uh it's a lot easier to talk about rugby when it's warm and you're not outside freezing in the snow because that's how we need to start the season is out in the snow because we first game start in march and there's usually snow and we practice through it and uh it's, it's a great time so where do you practice and where do you play uh, right now we uh, will be practicing at Logan High uh, on on one part of the football on part of the football field, and then when the snow melts a little bit, we'll move up to the Green Canyon and some of those fields they have up there, uh, and that's where we practice. And practices are, I mean, it's a club sport, and I don't mandatory five days a week. It's going to be three days, and it's going to be you know depending on sunlight, so we don't have the opportunity to have lights on uh so um it's uh yeah those are the two spots where we go uh practice so how have the season's gone for like what's the you know how's the team done i guess well we usually start off really well um it, it's uh, last year and the year before uh we we kind of started off undefeated you know three and oh four and oh and we did really well uh unfortunately the big issue that I'm having is recruiting, and that's why I'm here. Um, it takes 15, there's 15 guys on a field at a time, and I get approximately 20. And that's kind of mind-boggling when you think about I can go to any high school from Mountain Crest, Ridgeline, Logan, Green Canyon, Skyview, even uh, Fast Forward and Cash High. I recruited through all those schools, and... It, it is definitely bodies. I mean, people don't play rugby. They're not used to being hit like that, and people get injured. It's not not crazy injured, but I would like to have more bodies to be able to build teams and have better practices and provide competition amongst amongst the peers and all that stuff. I'd, I'd imagine it would be a loser because I know I, I grew up, granted, in a there was a little more population dense. It was down in the Wasatch Front. There's a few more people there, but... Still, uh, a lot of people played rugby, especially on the football teams. I mean, uh, I ended up not, although I probably should have, to be honest. Um, I probably would have fit 
in well enough. But yeah, you I know. <laughs> I also uh, I I coach football at Logan, and you can ask my players there. I I pitch rugby almost every day, <laughs> and just just to try to just to try to get the word out to them and their friends, and uh, they they're probably tired of hearing it, but um, it's definitely a sport that will help you in football. Um, years ago, and the Seahawks, Pete Carroll brought up, you know, hawk tackling and stuff like that. That was rugby-generated tackling. Um, you know, you take your head out of the tackle, you wrap, squeeze, and roll, and it, there's a lot um, better technique in, in rugby. Um, if you don't know rugby, you, there's plenty. Just don't watch the highlights. The hi- <laughs> highlights are, are big. Massive 300 pound polys and English and British guys taking out each other. Uh, watch an actual match. It, it's it's amazing um, the the uh, the athletes that are in rugby uh, throughout the world. And USA Rugby has a great team. And uh, I just just trying to feed into that. Again, we're talking to Doug Ruger, uh, the uh, Pirates. Yes, Cash Valley Pirates. Cash Valley Pirates uh, rugby club. It's a club sport. Trying to get more people involved with that. So for those who may be on the fringe, like how many how many players do you normally like to have on a squad? And you said you'd like to get more teams created and participating. Right. Uh, the one good thing about uh, rugby, this rugby club is sanctioned through USA Rugby and uh, Utah Youth Rugby, and there's a they have a ninth and tenth grade squad that we can put together, and then a varsity squad. Unfortunately, in the last three years, I, I took over the year the pandemic started. Um, so I've only been able to put together enough for a varsity squad. Um, there's some other squads down down south, like there's a Rhino Club that started its club with seventh and eighth graders and then built it up that way. I, I kind of went backwards, but uh, that's one of the things that I'd I'd love to do. I'd, I'd love to get ninth and tenth graders and have a team just them, and then have a varsity squad to the to practice to play varsity. It's it's really rough when you have uh, 130 pound freshman out there trying to tackle a 225 pound senior, De- definitely a different size and everything like that. So I'm trying to get it into the level of where we can be competitive at uh, all the, all the levels. And hopefully, you know, I have a five year plan. Hopefully, it's going to involve girls, and hopefully, it'll get more involved down the lower. Um, the Warriors Rugby, which is the professional rugby team in Utah, they are really pushing for junior Warriors teams and stuff like that, and so they're looking to help us out as well. Okay. So um, what other teams do you compete against? <clears throat> uh, there's uh, teams in Bear River, um, but usually we have one game um, up here in, in Cache Valley. Usually we played at Green Canyon or we played at Logan. It hasn't been determined yet this year. Um, but most of the teams are, are down south. I mean, it, it's huge down south. Um, like I mentioned before, you have, we have the Rhinos. You have East High School, West High School, the big schools like Harriman. Um, there's all kinds of programs uh, down south where uh, they have, you know, 30, 45, 50 people, 50 kids, boys, girls come out for rugby every year. And it's just what it has been instilled in that area down there is rugby and that's what i'm trying to bring up here to cash valley um it's a spring sport there's not much other spring sport not everybody's a baseball player so hey come on out and try rugby um come out and try rugby and come to practice 
It doesn't cost anything to come out and try it out. Uh, once you fall in love with it, and you will, then we can talk about getting you signed up and making you a pirate. I might still have some eligibility left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how do if folks do want to uh, show interest, um, do they need to like pre-register? Is there a designated date or time, or should they call you, or how does that work? Yeah, you can call me and email me. Um, my my number is uh, 619-471-7706. It is a San Diego number. I'm just holding on to my, my Navy life back in San Diego. <laughs> so if you see a 619 number, you know, give it a, get a, give it a second. <laughs> it might be me calling. Uh, my email is coachdougruger, that's R-U-E-G-G-E-R, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can send me direct messages on that, and I will I'll reach out to you. But giving me a call, shoot me an email, um, is the probably the best way to you know get the information where we're at. So, so the team has its own Facebook account or own yes. Instagram account. Yes, so uh, Cash Valley Pirates. Ca- Cash Valley Pirates Rugby. Nice. And it's uh it's the one with the uh, the skull and crossbones. Um, there's two of them out there. One's a really old one, but if you find the one that has the skull and crossbones on it that says Pirates Rugby, that's that's the right one. Yeah, see, I found the old one first, and I saw a post that go to the new one, so I eventually <laughs> found the uh, the new account. It so. is so difficult to erase an account on Facebook. They just don't want you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they've never erased mine. I've, I've barely used my account since yeah. I made it in, like, 2011. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Coach, thanks for coming down. It's always uh, fun to highlight the, the club sports. We know that they don't always get the same level of participation or sometimes uh, institutional support as some of the other sports do. And so uh, there's a certain level of commitment and rec- and, and desire to, to make that work. And so it's, it's not quite as easy, uh, not that any of them are easy, but uh, it does require some extra um, elbow grease <laughs> to make it come together. So we're always happy to highlight uh, the club sports and what you're trying to do to bring it together. Well, I really appreciate it, Jens. I, I listen to you guys daily. Um, it's great information. The Utah State knowledge you guys have is unreal. <laughs> I'm just I'm blown I'm blown away by it. But uh, yeah, come out and try rugby. It's a great sport. Um, you'll it's a it's a brotherhood and sisterhood uh, that you, you'll have forever. Um, just a quick story. I had a, uh, a senior last year that came out then um, he played football four years. He was a good football player. And uh, he came out at the end of the season. He was like, coach, I wish I would have listened to you. Uh, I love rugby. It's a great sport. And so uh, we've had some, uh, you know, some good rugby players that are now playing football. You know, I'm just going to throw out a name, JJ Sargent. He was a rugby player. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I, lived through him a little bit i coached him as well he's a great kid love 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 that family but there's also great opportunities for rugby at the next level like at utah state at university of utah um there's rugby at boise state there's rugby at idaho state so it's a it's a it's a game that you're going to be able to play through rest of your life there's men's professional development leagues it's it's a great sport, and I really appreciate your guys' time for letting me talk about rugby today. Yeah, anytime. Absolutely. So you said that it's a spring sport, but is there a deadline that you need to have met as far as people reaching out to you and trying to put your roster together? Yeah, try to get everybody um, signed up by uh, January 31st. Um, okay. Then we can 
that we could, you know, onesie twosie people in. Um, they're they'll say no. They, they they won't say no to somebody who wants to try to play rugby. They'll try to get them in onto the squad. So at any time. Um, but January 31st is kind of when I have to have my minimal number of 15 for my team to be counted as a team in Utah Youth Rugby. For competition. Correct. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, uh, again, Doug Ruger, he is the you call the president or just coach? Both. Both. President, Both? Really? president <laughs> and coach. And yeah, if you, uh, if you know rugby and you want to come out and help coach, I would love to have you out coach there. Unfortunately, uh, I can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lost. But one last time, your phone number if people want to call you for more information. It is 619-471-7706. And my email is coachdougruger, R-U-E-G-G-E-R, at gmail.com. Very cool. Thanks so much for coming down. Thanks for reaching out to us. And uh, Thank happy you. we could awesome. get you on. So uh, some, some high school rugby, trying to get some uh, more participation with uh, the upcoming rugby season this spring. So a great opportunity. Even you don't have to go to Logan High to participate. Correct. Any correct. any high school student in in, well, could be from anywhere nearby. Yeah, not anywhere to be from Cash Valley. Anywhere either. from Cash Valley, from the north to the south. Very cool. All right. Thanks so much for coming down. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, Doug Ruger with the uh, Cash Valley Pirates rugby team, uh, club team. Uh, quick time out here in the full court press. We'll give you some updates on some high school basketball that have gone final. Uh, and uh, what that means for the next couple of days um, with some changes with, uh, well, for Bear River specifically, their their game times are dependent on win or lose. So we'll update you on all that and the latest UHSAA decision on high school classifications and uh, realignment and regions next on the Full Court Press. It's time to use your flex spending for 2022. As they say, use it or lose it. Crystal Vision, the two-time gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, has a great selection of frames with character. Take your current prescription in and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look for the new year. Your glasses will feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. A lifetime of awesome memories starts with the Yamaha lineup of youth ATVs. Find the perfect Yamaha ATV for the young rider in your life at Cash Yamaha. Start with the sporty Yamaha YFZ50, designed for riders 6 and up with easy start and parental controls. Then graduate to the Yamaha Raptor 90 with legendary Raptor Sport ATV styling and more for riders 10 and up. And for a taste of the rugged look of a utility ATV, check out the Yamaha Grizzly 90. Start a lifelong passion today at Cash Yamaha or YamahaMotorsports.com. See the Yamaha lineup today at Cash Yamaha at the Light and Hyde Park. YFZ50 is recommended for use only by riders six years and older and always with adult supervision. Raptor and Grizzly 90 are recommended for use only by riders 10 years and older and always with adult supervision. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. Hi, this is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. It's time once again for our annual holiday pass sale. We have all of our season passes as well as punch passes on sale at the lowest prices of the season. Adult and senior season passes, junior passes, adult and senior punch passes on sale. We have all of our merchandise in the shop on sale from 10 to 40% off. Hats, shoes, assorted clubs, men's and ladies wear, gloves, and of course golf balls which make great stocking stuffers. Happy holidays from all of us at the Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair, play 
fast. The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs. With competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. As a small business, achieving your financial goals and ambitions can be a steep and rocky mountain to climb. This is Brett Green, president of Cash Valley Bank. To conquer this mountain and achieve your goals, it takes planning, hard work, and discipline. At Cash Valley Bank, we have the resources, expertise, and flexibility to help you scale your way to success. Give us a call. Let's work together and climb the mountains that await. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Don't wait. Plan your New Year's Eve celebration now. Get your night rolling at the Riverwoods Conference Center's New Year's Eve buffet catered by Elements Restaurant. The night kicks off at 5 p.m. for you early birds. Reservations are being accepted from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy a delicious buffet full of appetizers, salads, garlic, rosemary, prime rib, and brown sugar Dijon pork loin. Plus decadent dessert sure to satisfy any sweet tooth. Start your New Year's off in style with family, friends, delicious food, and live music at the Riverwoods Conference Center New Year's Eve buffet. Call ahead for reservations 750-5151. 750 750- Join the show by calling 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Jason Walker. Again, appreciate Doug Ruger stopping by, talking a little bit uh, about the Cash Valley Pirates rugby team, club sport, and uh, looking for more more participants. Yeah, I always love these little you know hidden gems. The the club sports, you know, I mean Utah State has its own little hidden gem and its club hockey team. But then you get rugby, and I know, you know. Watching the the club, you know, rugby team around here is not going to be like watching the, uh, you know, all the New Zealanders and watching them play rugby. But still, you get a lot of good sports played around here, and it's not just the 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 football and basketball that we tend to focus on, because I know those are the most popular, which is why we talk about them. But there's a lot of a lot of small pockets of paradise in terms of sports, and I love it because like I've not really met a sport I didn't like. Like, just pretty much every sport and every level, I've found a way to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, you got some competition. There's some some, some drama. Uh, you know, you're people competing against other people or people competing against the clock. Uh, it just it brings out some interesting aspects. Yeah. And uh, so it makes it entertaining. Yeah, and at every level, it doesn't matter what the quality is. Because, like, if I don't watch high school basketball for the quality of basketball being played. If I, if that's why I watch it, I'd never watch it, because you know the NBA is obviously the superior basketball league. It, that's where the best basketball is played. But I thoroughly enjoy college basketball, even though it is ob- it is objectively inferior in terms of quality, and basketball is in a or high school basketball is in a you know similar comparison to colleges. You know colleges to the NBA, but you know as you explained, it's it's a competition. 
and there's a beauty to that. And so you just love watching it. And it's also not bad basketball. <laughs> it's better than what I do when I go play pickup basketball. That's just, that's ugly. <laughs> Uh, reminder, if you want to chime in, Full Court Press text line is open, 435-339-0321. Um, other big news of the day. We've been waiting to see how this was going to go down. And late this afternoon, Utah High School Activities Association and their board of trustees announced their... Final consideration, if you so call it that. I don't know. I think I call it like the final realignment or the new realignment because it's always not the final realignment that'll ever happen. But uh, the adopted, well, they call it the adopt the officially adopted regions and classifications. That was in their release. The uh, officially adopted regions and classifications for high school sports, high school activities, and there's uh, as it happens every year. There's some back and forth that happens. Initially, they release here's what, here's how we would uh, you know, classify schools based on student population. And in that first consideration of realignment, Logan was a 3A school. They would have been the largest 3A school. Ogden and Ben Lomond were considered 4A schools. So it would have been a difference for all three of those schools compared to where they were before. Ogden and Ben Lomond were 3A, Logan had been a 4A, and then they would have swapped. But when UHSAA revealed their first consideration for regions, Ogden and Ben Lomond stayed in 3A, and Logan stayed in 4A. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bit of, you know, back and forth between what they wanted Logan to do because there's positives and negatives for Logan, you know, staying in 4A or moving down. You know, in moving down, they become instantly more competitive and likely become one of the favorites in 3A in most sports to, you know, be championship-level teams. They they could – they would have certainly been in contention for some of the 3A playoffs in football, probably in basketball and several other sports. Now, they're not as competitive in 4A as they used to be when they were in 3A. But obviously there's a huge – travel consideration where the region they would have been in I mean it would have been like Ogden, Ben Lomond and uh, a couple other schools down that way so a lot more travel plus South Summit which is down in um, now the name is Camas. South Summit yeah <laughs> it's down in South Summit Grantsville which is out in Tooele County so yeah, yeah the, the, the travel considerations would have been dramatically different yeah and then, you know, you, you go on the flip side where there's a negative in being in 4A and that they're not as competitive in 4A. They can be competitive. We've seen them be competitive. Girls soccer is one area where they were competitive for a little bit. They had a year where they were really good in girls basketball when they had some really good players coming through. Um, but, I mean, other than that, they, they've kind of struggled where their programs have been dependent on one player. Like the girls basketball, they had Amber Karchner. They had Busy Arevalo on the soccer team. Uh, and granted, the girls' soccer team does pretty good because they have a good coach, but they've struggled to be competitive in a lot of 4A sports. But the thing that overrides that is there is you know, a lot of value placed in being part of this Cash Valley, and while I mean, they still would have been here, it would have been obviously a little different where they're not in, the, in Region 11. 
it would have had the chance to hurt the regional rivalries. They're not playing two games a year against each one of the schools. It'd just be pretty much their entire non-region schedule would just be playing all these teams. And that'd be their only chance to play any of the other Cache Valley teams. So and when we talked to Mitch Argyle, the, the athletic director and uh, basketball head coach at Logan, you know, he mentioned that that was something that was really important to Logan. They want these regional rivalries. They want to be part of this, you know, Region 11 Cache Valley, you know, sports community. And so that likely played at least some part. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and, you know, that's, there's several considerations, right, when trying to make your, your case. Do, there's, a, there's a travel consideration that you've talked about. There's a competitive consideration that I think Logan officials were trying to make. Um, and, and I think another consideration should also be, you know, what, what's your, are you going to get people excited uh, about coming to your games, traveling to your games? What, what's your fan support? Uh, what's your student population support? Where's, where's that at? And so I think that it may have been a few other considerations than just that. Certainly I think, uh, well, yes, one notable one would be what is your student participation in these activities? But when you look at uh, travel, expense, uh, related to travel, time away from school because of travel and how that could affect academics, it appears those ultimately weighed out more so than the competitive consideration. Because uh, I didn't get to see it, but their board of trustees held a, a public hearing last night. And uh, I followed you know, Patrick Carr reporting for the Standard Examiner. Give respect and do you know, recognition where it's due. Um, he did, and he made some notes that he shared on social media on Twitter last night. And, and basically, according to him, you know, uh, Superintendent Frank Schofield, uh, Principal Daryl Guyman, you know, they, they were making a strong appeal to stay in 3A. They wanted to be in the same region as Ben Lomond and Ogden for a lot of the same reasons that Ogden and Ben Lomond wanted to stay in 3A. Demographics, uh, student participation, competitive nature. But after those appeals, uh, UHSAA and its board of, uh, of trustees have said, you know what, we're just going to keep you in 4A. Uh, I know you want to go down to 3A, but we're going to keep you in 4A. It's kind of interesting that it seems like Ogden and Ben Lomond wanted to go back down to 3A and were given that. And Logan making a push to go down to 3A would have been denied that. So I don't think UHSA is really in the business of just saying, you know, tough beans, we're not going to give you what you want. You know, in some cases, maybe you kind of have to do that. Um, but it seems like they'd be accommodating to something like that. Maybe... Maybe they just really wanted to have the six teams in Region 11. Um, didn't want to break up Cache Valley, make Logan the odd man out, so to speak. So according to Carr, uh, there was a representative for uh, Region 11, somebody from Ridgeline. Uh, it looks like it was Doug Snow and Mike Hansen, the athletic director. And uh, they were making appeals saying, you know, we want, we want six teams in our region. 
Um, just and stressed how important that is and how hard it is having a five-team region trying to fill scheduling. And they weren't necessarily, and I missed correctly in my uh, tweets last night, uh, misidentified them saying we want Logan to stay in 4A. They didn't specifically say that. They just said they wanted to stay at six teams. But I don't know where that sixth team would even come from unless it's somebody down in Salt Lake. And that's not going to work. Yeah, I feel like it implies, but obviously doesn't directly identify Logan as, you know, them wanting Logan to stay because your only other options are to get Box Elder to move down to 4A, which isn't going to happen, or to get Ogden or Ben Loman to stay in 4A, which didn't seem like that was going to happen either. Those are basically, and then I think Bonneville is one of the other closer schools, and they're not moving down from 5A. Ben Loman. Oh, oh, yeah, Bonneville Bonneville's is 5A. They're in, yeah. they're in North Ogden as well. Yeah. So... Those are your four options, and all those teams are pretty firm in staying in what classification they are. Yeah, when you look at student population for Bucks Elder and Bonneville, um, I mean, there's a few others um, that are you know North Weber County, but you look at all of those, they're they're not close to being four A schools. Yeah, they're very clearly you know five A schools, and then Ogden and Ben Loman just want to stay three A. So, it was probably just saying we want Logan to stay without saying they want Logan to stay. Um, so, in perhaps that's just more to the fact of you know there's a lot of value placed in Region Eleven as it is currently constituted. These teams are all close by, close to each other, and they want to stay that way. So uh, the the their board of trustees takes into account several different opinions. The school uh, itself, its you know, its athletic director or coaches, their opinions, but it also, and deservedly so, takes into account you know, parents, um, you know, the, the the student population, um, and there, are, and we've seen comments on these stories as we publish them, go back and forth. Some say, you know, look, Logan. In some of their sports, like and we know boys' basketball and football get all the attention. And they've been competitive in those sports. But you go beyond those, and it is a very different situation for Logan High. Yeah, They no. just are not competitive as they'd like to be with uh, a lot of the other schools in this region. And so for them, you know, there's some people that are like, look, give, give these students a chance – and put them in a classification that makes more sense for them on a competitive balanced nature. But there are others, too, that are like, look, it's it's silly to go down to 3A. You have the student population, um, and you'd have to travel a lot further. It just wouldn't make as much sense. So clearly, those uh, appealing to stay in 4A have, have outweighed those that were trying to appeal to go to 3A. Yeah, and we've already said this to where there's arguments for both sides. There are positives and negatives on both sides, and I've gone back and forth on whether or not I uh, would like to see Logan go down to 3A or stay in 4A. And I I know I'm not a Logan alum, but I have a bit of a horse in this race because I call, you know, football and basketball games. So I'm right there, you know, watching these teams, and um, I'd I'd like to see Logan succeed. And so for me, I'm obviously, you know, 
you know, up front in terms of the competitiveness, that's something that's very important to me because it's, it's much more fun to call games for a team that's good. But there's a lot more to this than just watching what's on the field. There's a lot that goes into it. And it would be nice if I didn't have to go drive down to Salt Lake every week. I've already driven down to the South Salt Lake Provo area twice, and neither one of them was all that fun. You mean you don't want to go to, to Camus on, on a Wednesday and then to Grantsville on a Friday in, in region play? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I had enough fun going to Maple Mountain trying to make it down there. About threw something out my windshield because of how frustrating the traffic was. Uh, 435-339-0321, your reactions to the news today. Uh, Logan initially was supposed to be a 3A school for the next two years, but uh, got bumped up to 4A to remain in Region 11 and keep the region intact as it is now, um, even after appeals from the superintendent and principal and others to have them go to 3A, uh, Logan will remain a 4A school. Uh, I've gotten some interesting reactions on, on social media uh, to that when I posted it when I first got the news. But I'd love to get yours on the Full Court Press text line as well, 435-339-0321. Uh, 2409, texting in. How can anyone think Logan should be in 4A when a majority of their teams won two or fewer games last year? Logan City Youth Programs are horrendous, sad for the kids. Yeah, that's part of it where maybe one of the factors in a lack of participation is they see how bad the teams are in a lot of cases. You know, right now, boys basketball is doing all right. Football did okay. Uh, girls basketball, last I checked, they were winless, so that's not doing well. There's times, as I've said, when Logan sports have done well. I mentioned the girls' basketball and girls' soccer teams having some good years, but they haven't built the programs that other you know schools have. Ridgeline's done that with several of its teams, um, especially girls' basketball and also in football. Skyview with its football team, with its boys' basketball team, its uh, volleyball team, uh, girls' volleyball. Of course, Ridgeline doing well in volleyball. They just won the state title. So we're seeing some programs built in other schools, and they're doing fine. But Logan just can't manage to – they don't have, like, a banner program. Like, you know, what's the one thing they're really good at? Maybe there's one I'm not thinking of, but I, I can't think of a sport where they're one of the better teams. It, the last one that did well enough was their, I believe, girls' soccer team. And that was several years ago. Uh, again, 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in. Now, um, is is the appeal to move to classifications treating the the oh, what's the way to put that? Treating the the, uh, the the symptom or treating the 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 disease, if we want to call it that? Uh, are we getting to the root issue going on, or is it just um, you know a way to kind of walk around what's the other issues going on? within the Logan School District and their athletic programs or those youth participation in sports? Well, it's not treating the uh, cause because the point behind classifications is putting schools of similar size in the same classifications. Logan would instantly become the biggest 3A school. So that's not the cause. The symptoms, you know, as uh, 2409 put it, 
youth city youth programs have not been super successful. Um, just participation in sports. They're not able to bring to bear their school population for numerous reasons. A lot of them socioeconomic. And that, that and that's a problem. Sometimes there's there's poorer parts of the city and and uh, unfortunately youth sports have a wealth barrier. That's a huge problem in youth sports is the fact there is uh, and a it's, certain amount of wealth you need. And it's growing. Yeah. It's a growing gap. And so that's so it's not something that's Logan's fault. It's something that needs to be addressed. Honestly, it would be a city thing, more likely. Or perhaps a societal thing where we try and work on not having sports cost so dang much. Um, so Logan's just kind of sitting there trying to do what it can. And what it can try is to go down to 3A. It's not worked. But, you know, they, they, they can only do so much. They can only, you know, beg so many students to participate in sports when there's Plenty of students who just focus on other things. Sometimes they're focused on much more important things than sports. Uh, 2197, the most recent Logan football coach was pushing away a lot of players with how he treated them. I think this was showing in the low number of players participating in the program. Uh, I, I, I can't speak to that. I don't know. But I do know that Logan did struggle with uh, numbers, and being especially with younger players, and just wouldn't play some of the younger like freshman sophomore JV sometimes they wouldn't play those games because they had to reserve those kids for the the varsity game and just uh it didn't feel like he had the numbers to even have some of those games and I know that that caused a lot of controversy with some of the other coaches through the region who who look forward to having those games and want to have opportunities for their kids to play and Logan wouldn't play those games because they didn't feel like they had this the, the player population to compete. Yeah, and there's certainly rumors that it was some of that blame is on the football coach. I, I can't speak to that either. Obviously, there are reports and rumors uh, that we can't verify. But if it is on the fo- if it was on on Bart, then um, there's a possibility that that could be you know fixed in part if the next coach comes in and is able to get more participation then maybe we'll find out kind of retroactively whether or not that was the case. And certainly that would help, but again, there's a lot of factors that can go into participation, and one of them is having a good team. And it's kind of a chicken or the egg type thing where nobody participates because the teams are bad, and the teams are bad because nobody participates, and <laughs> so on and so forth. Yeah. And it's almost like the argument I've made with the Utah State women's basketball program. It takes one year, sometimes. It didn't work for the girls' basketball and soccer programs. They kind of fell back into a bit of a rut. But I don't know. There's there's a lot of things to, to try and work on with these, uh, with Logan in specific, to try and fix some of the issues that make it so it can't do the same things as Ridgeline and Skyview, even though Logan at least has more bodies to work with. Uh, we do need to take a time out here in the Full Court Press. We've got uh, several more texts coming through. We'd love to continue to hear from you about the uh, the UHSAA decision to keep Logan in 4A despite their pleas to uh, to, to drop to 3A. Uh, 435-339-0321.
Happy holidays from Birch Creek Golf Course. For your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com. Birch Creek's online store offers punch passes that are on sale at the spring sale price, as well as driving range passes and discounted golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. So for your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com and enjoy Birch Creek's virtual online store. And happy holidays from your friends at Birch Creek. We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoline and Oil Change, will make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. I am Gary from Salt Lake in Logan today doing our traditional annual Christmas shopping that we do and have been doing for the last 20 plus years at the Sportsman. We love the service and the people that work there. We love the way that we're treated. Something that we cannot experience in Salt Lake City. The selection they have and the quality of merchandise they have, as far as I'm concerned, is second to none. Welcome, friend. Nice to see you again at the Sportsman. Kids for Christmas is dedicated to helping families this holiday season. In Family Nine, a single mother is living with nine kids, several who are struggling with health problems. The mom would like books, slippers, and jeans. Some needs of the kids are thermos, socks, and boots. For more information, go to caresforchristmas.org. That's caresforchristmas.org. And thanks for caring this Christmas. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, it's a Week 15 showdown in the AFC with playoff implications as the Los Angeles Chargers host the Tennessee Titans. Hi, everyone. Troy Clarity here. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action as Justin Herbert tries to keep the Chargers in the hunt while the AFC South leading Titans look to get back in the win column. It's the Tennessee Titans and the L.A. Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Valley Office Systems has now been serving Northern Utah and Cache Valley since 2007. We sincerely thank you for your support over the years and want to wish you a happy and healthy holiday season. Visit valleyofficesystems.com for all your copier, printer, and furniture needs. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Napa Auto Parts helps you get more prepared for this cold winter weather. They even help you uh, with the battery and blade installation if you need it at five locally owned Preston and Providence Napa Auto Parts stores. So uh, news today from UHSAA, Utah High School Activities Association, that um, Logan will remain in 4A. The Region 11 will remain the same. Bless you. Excuse me. Got a little sneeze there. Um, it, but um, Logan High officials were making an appeal to drop to 3A, but that appeal was denied. Uh, a couple texts coming through. Uh, 9315. School realignment in the Valley hurt Logan because they took their kids that love sports in other schools. I feel Logan School District could do better about working on their sports. Uh, 
School realignment in the Valley has done nothing to Logan. Uh, they are different districts, and when those schools, the new schools were created, they did nothing to touch the Logan school population. So that really is not, that, that's, that's not true. The, the team, that, the school that got kind of hung up on uh, sports was Mountain Crest. Yes. They've only sort of recovered from the split with Ridgeline. They've gotten better in football. I don't think they've ever recovered in boys or girls basketball. They're doing fine in wrestling. They're doing better in basketball this year. Yeah, they're doing better in basketball. But, yeah, they were bad coming out of that. And they're they're on the mend. Green Canyon, Skyview, that one, Green Canyon does fine in some sports. Skyview still does great in pretty much every sport. So that one went all right. About as good as you can hope for a school split. Now, there might be a, a student here or there who is growing up in the Logan District, but then you know, moves to get into you know, these other schools. Isaac Larson is probably the biggest case in point. But um, by and large, you know, those uh, opening those new schools really didn't affect Logan at all. Yeah, it's not going to affect it any different than it would have before. Isaac, if, even if there wasn't a Green Canyon High School or originally, you know, like Larson probably would have still gone to Skyview. It wasn't that the split changed anything. There's just more no. options that you could move to. So, yeah, that's not what's hurt Logan. Uh, 4086, being a Logan alumnus, how do you expect to win when you hire new coaches every other year? Well, Ridgeline keeps doing it. Uh, in what sports? I mean, didn't they change their football coaches? Their football coaches have changed times? a few times. That's true. It's not every year. I think, isn't Kyle Day like in his second or third year? Uh, no, he's or has been, he been around longer. Uh, he's been there for a while. I feel like there was somebody in Ridgeline, like they had a good year or two, and then they got fired or let go, or he left. Well, it was Travis Van Leeuwen at first, then it was Chris Howell, and now it's Travis Cox. That's probably what I'm thinking of. <laughs> they keep getting rid of their football coaches. Um, but they've been su- pretty successful through that yeah, stretch. So it's a little different. Uh, but a lot of it has to do with the fact they have a good program, good, um, good support. Uh, six five four three. Combine the school districts and even the school populations. I know there's a lot of people who would like to do that, but that will not ever happen. Why is it even that way to begin with? I didn't even realize there were two different school districts up here until like not too long ago. Uh, yeah, you see that in a lot of places where they'll have different districts and they're just singular schools. I mean, West Side has its own school district, different from Preston. So sometimes you see that. So I just grew up in a Davis school district, which I probably shouldn't say that out loud considering how much of a crap hole that district's become. <laughs> All right, we've got to take another quick break. Uh, still love to get your texts and your reactions to the news today. Uh, Logan High will stay in 4A, even though uh, administrators there were making an appeal to move to 3A for the uh, upcoming af- academic athletic seasons. Another quick time out here in the Full Court Press. Your skis are skinny and your boots tie with leather. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You need up-to-date ski equipment and your kids want the good stuff. Al's Sporting Goods has season ski rental for the entire family. Ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now, bring them back in May. And for a limited time, get a free Cherry Peak Lift Pass. Youth season ski or snowboard rental, only $99. Adult season ski or snowboard rentals, only $114. Don't wait. 99 and 114 season ski rental prices will go up. Al's 
Sporting Goods for season ski rentals. Every sport, every season. This Christmas, give her a special gift from the gift department at SC Needham Jewelers. All gifts are carefully wrapped with our signature gold and burgundy gift wrap. And it's done free of charge. SC Needham's is an authorized dealer of Yadro figurines. This collection of fine porcelain is made in Europe with depictions of the nativity, Santa Claus, mother and child, or family. It will serve as heirlooms for future generations. Or consider music or jewelry boxes or home decor. Come shop today. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. As you need them jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. When it comes to home care, it's important to know you have a choice. If you or a loved one is in need of hospice or home health services, remember that Primrose Home Care and Hospice believes in treating the patient as well as the problem. We work directly with you and your doctor to create a health plan that's catered to your needs. Our team is devoted to providing options in the freedom and safety of your own home. Visit us at primrosecare.com or call to schedule a free consultation. Primrose Home Care and Hospice, your local hospice and home health provider since 2006. This holiday season, Cares for Christmas is helping families, and we are so grateful for all the donations that have been brought in so far this season. But we still need your help. Gift cards for things like gas, food, and clothing can help families put their money to other necessities. For more information, please visit caresforchristmas.org. That's caresforchristmas.org. And thanks for caring this Christmas. We're heading into some crazy weather this winter, which means power outages. Tyler and his team at Golden Spike Electric can install a Generac automatic standby generator for your home so you can avoid issues when the power goes out. If you have one already, Golden Spike Electric can maintain your Generac automatic standby generator for you. Find them online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. Golden Spike Electric and Generac automatic standby generators. Power you can count on. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric France and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. It's a complicated issue. We recognize that. There are a lot of factors at play. You know, what's, uh, do you have, uh, you know, as you detailed earlier, you know, lower income and sports have become really hard to to specialize in, really expensive. Uh, It's hard to develop at the youth level. Uh, when, especially when it's a, as we were just talking over the break, a highly transient population like you have in, in, in a, a city like Logan. Ogden has a similar situation where people are kind of coming in and out uh, of your population, your student population regularly. Um, and so it's, it's complicated. We'll discuss more coming up next hour. We'll continue to get your texts on the reaction. And I, people... I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. By now, it's no secret that paying running backs in the NFL was frowned upon. The nature of the position is violent. In so many big hits, running backs tend to wear down faster than the majority of the other positions. But although committing massive amounts of assets to a back may not be the best strategy, the Niners may have found the exception. Christian McCaffrey has had his fair share of injury concerns over his career. He's only 26, but that's no spring chicken at that position. But ever since joining San Francisco, 
McCaffrey has helped transform the Niners' offense. The running back's change his scenery has helped him score six total touchdowns and average over 110 yards of offense per game. That's helped San Francisco to a 6-1 record with the former All-Pro. McCaffrey's $12 million cap hit certainly holds a lot of risk for the Niners, but when you look at the impact the running back has had on this offense, that risk looks well worth the reward. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.